Welcome to Mike Ferry Strategies, the official MFO podcast. Hear from Mike Ferry himself, or maybe one of his speakers, possibly one of his top coaches, and even top producers from around North America. Agents, each week you will learn how to increase your production to develop a successful mindset, make more money, and get the most out of the Mike Ferry sales system. This podcast is your portal to expert real estate training, helping you become a top producing agent. Let's get started. Welcome back to Mike Strategies, the podcast designed to increase your production and your productivity. It is one of the things that we will never stop doing, which in a way is one of Mike's strategies all by itself. Mike has the strategy of relentlessly coming at you with the things that are required to grow your business, knowing that your desire at times is to go out and find an easier path or a magic formula or some kind of a trick that's going to work. And Mike has had a strategy over 46 years now of his ability to keep coming back at you with things that are not going to change, that are not going to go away. There are business practices that work no matter how badly you would like to not address them. And that is a strategy. Many of our competitors and and many of the real estate trainers and speakers out in the world today use a different strategy, is they will sell you things because they will sell you what is a little more attractive, a little more sexy, a little more exciting to hear, and it's an easier sale naturally, but there's no repeat and referral business from it. Okay, so it is a it is a strategy, and I would just wonder sometimes if if there's a way that that should connect to you and your business. Do you have a strategy of delivering a solid business message to your clients, to your data, and do you work hard at delivering that message without wavering, without bending, without you know coming off your business practices or lowering your standards or or any of those things? Um, for the longevity of your business, it pays a lot more in the long run. Okay, so it just might be something you want to consider. In that vein, we're going to talk today a little bit about Mike's strategy about tracking numbers. This is a numbers game, just like any other business. Selling real estate is a numbers game. And we have to understand the fact that the fastest way for you to learn as a real estate salesperson to learn your strengths and your weaknesses, learn your levels of efficiency, learn what it will take to succeed is to keep track of your numbers. And we also know that many agents are numbers challenged. Many agents struggle with this whole idea of tracking numbers. Mike has said for years that, you know, if an agent resists tracking numbers, they might, might occasionally, rarely be just too busy to do it today, okay? But more likely, they don't want to track numbers because they don't know what those numbers mean or because they do know what the numbers mean and they just don't want to face the reality of the numbers. So you have to ask yourself right now, straight up question, how numbers challenged are you? How numbers challenged are you? Do you have a challenge tracking the numbers of the business? You know, we ask you to record these numbers every day. And I don't care if it's a spreadsheet, uh, if you have our numbers analyzer, if you're in coaching, if you, um, if you have some kind of a computer program that you use that you track them, there are numbers in your business that need to be tracked every day. Let's, let's recap it. Okay. You need to know exactly how many hours you're generating business, prospecting, 
How many hours are you generating business today prospecting? And I mean specifically, not round numbers. Was it one and a half hours, an hour and 45 minutes, two hours, right? Not, I did it for three hours this morning. Or the natural response, no, I'm always looking for business. All day long, I'm on the phone making calls. I'm always trying to drum up business. Those are ways of avoiding the reality of how much time you're spending actually trying to generate business. You need to understand to track contacts, the contacts you make. There are people you know and people you don't know. A contact is somebody that is the decision maker that could choose to sell their property or buy some property. The decision maker, right? And if you want, really want to understand your business and have some predictability to it, you need to know how many contacts you make. And if you're not keeping track of the contacts, your brain is probably going to tell you that you're doing a lot more than you are and you'll have low results. You definitely need to keep track of how many presentations you make. We discussed this earlier that the listing presentation is the single most valuable thing you do in real estate. If you don't know how many presentations you're, you're having, you don't know how often you're doing the most valuable thing. You know, it's so crazy to me that we, you know, you'd ask an agent that's um, a real estate agent say, so gosh, here we are, you know, we're, we're halfway through the year and, or we're midway through the year or we're a quarter through the year. How many listing appointments have you been on so far this year? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. A few, I guess. I don't know. No, well, specifically, how many times have you presented to a seller? I have no idea. You've got to keep track, right? Should you know how many buyer presentations you're, you're going on? Right? Uh, if you go on 100 buyer presentations and only get one buyer sale, is that a problem? It would be nice to know. Well, I'm out with two or three buyers and we're showing property all the time. Boy, I'm showing buyers left and right. Okay. At the end of the month, if you showed each buyer five different times and you only put one buyer sale together and each one of those buyer showings takes an hour and a half or two hours, you have to add that up and say, wow, I went out with buyers for 15 times and it takes two hours each. I spent 30 hours out with a buyer with buyers and only put one buyer sale together. If you don't know that, your brain will probably twist that around that you were super busy this month. Okay. You definitely need to keep track of how many listings taken, right? If you don't know how many listings you've taken, it is a challenge. How do you know, right? Uh, last year, how many listings did you take? How about the year before? How many listings did you take? The year before that? I don't know. Well, do you know if you're getting better or not? You don't know, right? Um, if you go out on uh, 25 listing appointments and you only come back with 10 listings, do you think that's a good ratio? MFO says it's not. We think you should be getting 7 out of 10 minimum. We won't stop with you until you're getting 7 out of 10 because we have agents that are getting 80% and 90%. So why would we ever let you fall short? If you know that you're only getting two out of 10, then it points to some directions. It points to the, your pre-qualification. Are you pre-qualifying strong enough? It points to, you know, the quality of your presentation. It points to your ability to close and get a signature sign, a signature on a contract. It points to a lot of things that we can fix. But if you don't know, how can you fix anything? 
right? We definitely need you to keep track of listings sold. This is one that uh, most real estate agents, uh, they keep track of their closings, right? Because their company says, here's your dollar volume and how many closings you've had this year. The company keeps track of that for you. You know, many agents can't, don't even keep track of their income. They don't even know how much income they've made. They literally don't know until tax season and they scramble around to put their income together. Uh, so you definitely need to keep track of your listing sold. You need to keep track of your buyer sales and then naturally the closings and the income. But if our belief is in the Mike Ferry system that we want to see you become a, a primarily listing agent and we'd like seven out of 10 sales you make to be listing sold and three out of 10 sales you make to be buyer sales maximum, okay? And the reason we do this is we understand the amount of time, energy, emotion, and drama that comes with putting a buyer sale together versus the time and energy to put a listing sold together. And our strategy is if you understand those numbers, it's okay if you're 70% buyers and only 30% sellers right now. But if you know that and you trust what we're asking, shouldn't you be moving in the direction of less buyers and more sellers? And you should be moving in that direction. But if you don't know, once again, it'll all just equate to you are super busy, right? Okay. And the truth, you know, this is where the truth comes out because the numbers don't lie. If you're honest with yourself and you report that I only prospected for 15 minutes today and talked to two people, and then tomorrow I didn't prospect at all. And then the next day I prospected for one hour and only talked to four people. And if you kept track of those numbers, they don't lie. And it doesn't matter if you like the answer. What matters is that you know the answer so you can start changing your behaviors. You have to recognize it, okay? We also understand that there are some of you listening today that are, are analytical or the type that will complicate this thing. You can't overcomplicate the process, right? We have a series, a simple series of numbers that you should keep that will help you adjust your business. But if you're the type that has 98 spreadsheets tracking minutes and, and, you know, absorption rates and all these things in one spot, you can become paralyzed in the numbers too. Okay. For those of you listening, you know who you are. Are you the type that complicate things with the numbers? You have to keep it simple, right? You know, when the numbers are tracked daily, the results will offset the emotional response that you have to your business. And that's a way to improve. What we're doing is taking the emotion out. So when you track your numbers daily, we take the emotion out. Oh, I had the craziest week ever. You wouldn't believe what happened. Oh my gosh, I was so busy and there was so much craziness that happened. We have you look at the numbers and say, okay, I did two hours of prospecting all week. I only went on one listing appointment. I didn't get the listing and I didn't put any sales together. So you tell me how busy were you that week? Well, I was busy. Okay. Yes, we'll give you that. But were you productive? No. So let's talk about standards and some things you shouldn't do and pre-qualifying buyers and sellers more, right? Saying no to certain scenarios, getting better at some things. It brings the emotion out of the deal, doesn't it? Right. And then, you know, when you start to understand this, you can start setting some daily goals around the numbers, right? Many, many of our best coaching clients that we have have big dry erase whiteboards up on their, on their wall. 
And they put these dry erase whiteboards up there to do things like uh, monthly goals and daily goals. And you can see them. So right in your office, you can see your monthly goal staring you in the face. I have a goal to take three listings this month. So far, I've taken zero. You can see I'm I'm expected to close one transaction this month and make you know uh, nine thousand two hundred and fifty dollars. You can set goals in a big visual way that will spur you on each day too. Very important. Along with tracking numbers is the accountability of it. You know, if you really want to get good at this thing, you need to find some accountability partner within your office, within the Mike Ferry system, uh, within your real estate community. Can you find somebody that you can be accountable to for the numbers? Something simple is I want to report at the exact time I start prospecting. I want to check in with you. I want to report when I finish. I want to report how many hours and how many contacts I made. And let's report to each other knowing that we have a goal that we want to achieve. That simple accountability to the numbers can move you forward. We all know that this industry virtually is set up with zero accountability. There is no accountability at all in what we do. And because there's no accountability and there is no scoreboard, you're not tracking the numbers, you can get away with all kinds of crazy non-productive behavior because no one's tracking and no one's watching. And then who suffers? You and your family suffer at the end of the year by income. Nobody, nobody likes the idea of being held accountable. You know, not many people love the idea of being exposed for the numbers that they're producing or not. But the truth is, the bottom line is, for most people, they would like to increase the income and the lifestyle for their family. And if you knew that tracking the numbers and setting up accountability was going to be a much faster, stronger path for you bringing in more income for yourself and your family, then why wouldn't you do that? Right? It's one of those things you have to consider, right? Uh, you also know when you start tracking your business and really tracking the numbers that you do, you know, you know where your business is coming from. My gosh, there's nothing more powerful to know where your business is really, truly coming from. You know, at the end of the year, if you, you ask many agents, okay, so how many business, how much, how many deals did you get from your past client and center of influence this year? I don't know. Um, how many business, how many deals did you get from that mail out campaign that you sent? Well, I got some. Well, how many? I think I got one, two. I don't know. And all of that lack of knowledge creates fear and doubt and uncertainty. You know, our strategy is that you create a predictable and duplicatable real estate business. You can predict your income and you can duplicate your income. How can you do that if you don't know the numbers? You don't know if people, you know, how many incoming other agent referrals you've gotten so far this year. You know, how many um, deals you've got from making just listed, just sold phone calls, how many deals you've gotten from expireds or FISBOs or any of the other sources. It will help you understand where your business is coming from. And then you can measure, can I duplicate that? Can I predict that? Oh, that was a, you know, that was a random call into the office that I took out. Can I predict when I'm going to get the next one? No. So I probably shouldn't count on and wait for those. Make sense? Okay. It is a fact-based part of your business that is almost absent in real estate. A fact-based part of your business. You know, we take it one step deeper. Should you know the numbers about the market statistics where you work? 
you should know that the numbers about the market stats where you work. There's one way to create really strong authority, which is what your clients demand and expect from a real estate agent, and that is your knowledge of the numbers. I'm also shocked at how often you ask an agent, how many homes are for sale in your market anyway? I, I don't know, a few. Okay, there's 681. How many are normally for sale? There's normally 1,512. Okay, so we're running like one-third of what we normally run for sale, right? Um, the average days on market has shrunk down to zero. I don't know. Or it's growing. The average days on the market has gone from 10 to 20 to 30, and now we're at 60 days. Doesn't that give you some good authority and some ammunition to communicate with your clients about how to price property, how to understand, how to list with you. You know, if you can't successfully deliver some stats to a client, many of them won't choose you because it appears that you just don't know. You've got to be able to, those are the numbers that you need to know, right? There's cycles, the cycles in a market that you need to understand. We know that the vast majority of Agents do their, you know, like 75% of their business during two quarters of the year, right? And usually they're the second and third quarter. So usually most agents do 75% of their business in the second and the third quarter of the year. They do the other 25% in the two other quarters. So if you know your own personal cycles, when do you typically do the most business? And you know specifically, not emotionally, specifically. Gosh, I can't tell you how many agents run around going, well, you know, there's no business after Thanksgiving. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, why bother? Nothing happens, okay? And then you teach them to track the numbers and they realize, yes, it drops a little bit, but it doesn't drop nearly as much as the number of agents working. Many of our Mike Ferry trained agents have some of their best months in October, November, and December because they realize there's a lot of sales that still take place, but their competition is almost gone. So they're able to just compete in that market and list many homes. Coincidentally, those same agents are the ones that come into the year and put a whole bunch of pendings together in you know January and February when the rest of the world is trying to figure out how to get a listing or a sale in January, February. Gives you a head start by two or three months. It's good to know, right? You know, you need to spend some time daily working to understand the numbers. It's one thing to track them, but you do have to spend some time to, to understand them. What does it mean? Contacts per hour. Well, gosh, I only make about three contacts per hour when I prospect. Mike Ferry says that 10 contacts per hour is, is a moderate efficiency. So what am I doing? Am I getting somebody on the phone and just chatting away for 20, 30 minutes? Am I following a script? Am I asking for the business? Right? If you don't work to really understand the numbers, you can't improve. We've known for a fact there's only two ways to increase your efficiency. Increase the amount of numbers you do daily or increase the quality of the work you do daily. So it's either quantity or quality, sometimes both right? If you want to increase your efficiency, maybe you need to consider how much more quantity, the amounts you need to do, and then you possibly need to look at the, the quality of what you're doing. It'll help you with your efficiencies for sure, okay? So I hope, you know, almost every agent you meet when you ask them, is this a numbers game? 
almost every agent will say yes. But then the, the, the real catch and the caveat to this is how many agents will say yes to that but won't do anything about it for their entire career. I'm challenging you right now to Mike Ferry's strategy. Start tracking the numbers of your business specifically and accurately and daily. Start working to understand those numbers and your growth and your production and your profitability will go up. Okay, I hope this helps. It's one of Mike's strategies. Pay attention to what we're trying to do. Go to mikeferry.com. There are all kinds of things there for you. Check out our events page. We have events all year long, every year that you can attend live and virtually. And why don't you come and see us if you haven't? Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Join us next Friday for another episode of Mike Ferry Strategies. If you like our show, visit our website at www.mikeferry.com. And don't forget to check out the Mike Ferry TV podcast every Monday for new messages from Mike Ferry himself.